0: A 420 podcast if it didn't start at least a half hour late. <laughs> <laughs> this is and this is the end uh, of the podcast. Good afternoon, everybody. It's Rob. And uh,
1: you know my uh my message, it's always 420 somewhere. So uh thank you for joining the O oh, The the Podcast, coming to you from the hashtag OTALA studios. Hi, by the 110 Freeway in downtown Los Angeles, California. Thank you for joining us.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for listening on your podcatcher of choice, subscribing, rating, reviewing, all those things. Loved by us. Uh telling people another great thing you can do, more. Personal thing you can do. Uh, and of course, uh, you can find more O The Anthem at O The Anthem
1: on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you're watching right now at facebook.com forward slash O The Anthem, where you'll catch every episode recorded live right here. Usually not on a Saturday, eh, special circumstances today. Yeah. Uh, usually on Monday nights. Um, and of course, in a couple weeks, you'll be able to catch us on a uh, Sunday. We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but uh, you can always find all of O The Anthem's videos at youtube.com forward slash O The Anthem. And of course, everything related to this at otheanthem.com.
0: Indeed, indeed. Okay. Well, <laughs> we were rocking
1: real smooth right up until that point. It was all right. It was it was going. Just uh oh, So
0: yes, it is uh April twentieth, four twenty. It is, it is. Uh, by the way, did you see
1: the opening? That
0: was real fucking professional. Yeah. Wait
1: screen to the intro, mm. into the two shot. Yeah. You I guys, like go back and watch like episode one on YouTube and compare
0: I, it to what just happened. I put the first video we ever did as the screenshot for the five-year yes. anniversary episode. Yeah. Like in the art. And I, I was just like, Jesus Christ. Like <laughs> yes. It used to be just one camera like plugged far away. Like sitting below our eye line, pointed <laughs> up at us while we're squatting on the edge of a sitting couch. Next, <laughs> sitting next to a refrigerator like... Oh, everything about that was not a great like look no, but man, you know look. You, look you get better you get better so everything improves yeah
1: so uh yes it is april 20th
0: yes that's um, why we're so
1: easily distracted
0: we uh we decided much like we did the last year and the year before i can't remember no, uh, we kept be- it along as long as uh california has had recreational which was just last year the uh, so year last before year,
1: yeah. we had for those of you who follow us on patreon a special episode just for patreon supporters when we came through denver Mm. where it was in fact legal. Um and maybe it would be nice this week uh, to post that yeah. just for everybody.
0: You know what? I think post I'll do that episode. on like a Friday or something like that. Yeah. A little, a little bonus episode nice for bonus. everyone. Nice. Bonus.
1: <laughs> uh yeah, so uh keep an eye out for that. That one probably more funny than this one uh because that one uh I don't know what Cory purchased while <laughs> we were there. Uh but I was not of my right self <laughs> at all. Um also we were sitting in the creepiest store basement I've ever been in. Yeah. Um Not really creepy. We shouldn't say it's creepy. Uh,
0: It was interesting. It was very necessary at the time. You know, this is the thing. Uh, uh, I would say that throughout all the experiences that this podcast has had uh, with marijuana over the years, whether it was simply discussing it or uh, having the chance to imbibe from time to time, Mm -hmm. uh, one thing that always remains sort of hilarious to me is that like uh, the rules are all over the fucking place. So like, uh in California it's medicinal and it's recreational. Yes. But if you don't have a doctor's rec, you can only go to recreational places. But and there's some places that are still only medical and there's some places that are rec and there's some places that you don't know if they're really legally in business at all. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like uh I, you know it, it it's fine cuz eventually you get what you came for. You 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 get marijuana at some point at the end of it and you don't have to worry so much about like people coming down on you for it. Yeah uh, which is a nice part of it too. I mean, cause there was a part of time, there was a a place in time. Like if I was in high school and I was trying to get a little bit of weed, like get a nickel bag of weed just for the night and Towson somewhere. (laughs) Sometimes it was like, (laughs) it was like fucking like, all right, you got to go to this guy's house and talk to him in person. And then he'll set up the connect with the other guy. And I'm just like, (laughs) all right. Yeah. It seems totally, he's like, make sure you have your phone turned off. And I'm like turning off my Motorola razor and like, (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Yeah. I mean like, you know, it, it's like, it's easier to do ever than ever before, but then there's also there's uh, so much like paranoia about like being a foul of the law, the federal well, and, and law. Th- I was gonna say, and I think, like, yes and no. Some people not so much. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like some people are like ordering fucking weed on their phones with their credit card, like a fuck, like I couldn't even fucking imagine <laughs> from other like, states, other yeah. states. Yeah, so uh we're gonna get that FedEx, right? <laughs> like,
1: yeah, okay, I'm gonna FedEx after using my credit card marijuana from another state <laughs> delivered to me in this.
0: To, to my it, home address please it, that would be great it used to be where i was so fucking like crazy about it where i was just like i have to cash a check for work <laughs> so that i can take i can take out the three hundred dollars that i get with it yeah so that i can use to <laughs> it's like th- therefore there is no like unusual money trail of me <laughs> taking out more money than <laughs> right like, Right. if yeah. somebody ever came to me it's like what's with this three hundred dollars you took out with your check this week i'd be like I do that every week. Every single I, week, I don't know. I take out a little walking around money and I leave the rest in the bank. Like I don't know what you. <laughs> all right, <laughs> we're not going to get you on that petty marijuana charge from seventeen years ago. <laughs> I was say, to be fair, most of those experiences
1: for you though were probably like, let's say three. I think it's a three-year statute limitations now.
0: So I, I, I mean, like in Maryland, they they wouldn't even give a shit anymore. Yeah, oh, all they're right, not even convicting marijuana cases anymore especially Unless, in the city of baltimore <laughs> i'm sure there's still one lawyer in denton who has like one pot conviction on his mm. like docket and he's just like fuck it i'm taking this one all the way to the end to be fair <laughs> uh that is a jurisdiction by jurisdiction and yeah. i guarantee you if you
1: get caught with pot in uh in denton and there is a way that they can charge you they will charge you with marijuana, yeah. so don't do that. That would be really dumb. Um, but in Baltimore,
0: at least you're all right. They so, weigh with all the lint in your car just yes. to make sure that it gets over the ounce. It's just like mm. uh, find a white, <laughs> that's eighty percent lint. <laughs> find a white powder substance in
1: there, test it. It comes back, I don't know, foot powder, and they're like, I don't know if I trust these results. It's like, it's your test. What do you want me to do?
0: Uh, but. Uh, you won't have the, the, to do... The doctor comes back and it's like, it tested positive for talcum. And it's like, the latest street drug.
1: <laughs> or, you know, you know, wait. Okay, so let's do some math here. Yeah. They do cut cocaine with something. Yeah. Sometimes they use talc powder. Yeah. Maybe this guy got an especially rich... <laughs>
0: Listen, he tried to buy, I swear to God, he tried to buy a plastic container sealed from a factory full of cocaine. Mm -hmm. It turned out to be mostly talcum powder, but I imagine that they tried to cut it with the talcum powder and only gave, like, just by happenstance, gave him all the talcum powder by mistake. It says it's on the outside of the package. Somehow they mixed it all together, but the only ones that made it into his thing were, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how they got it factory sealed from (laughs) (laughs) the Gerber's packaging is a nice touch, but I'm To be fair.
1: (laughs) that's not a bad way to smuggle cocaine
0: <laughs> just a, a child and then a, <laughs> a pap- and yeah baby powder yeah and seal it
1: so that it's got the original factory mm. seal on it? if you're looking to uh get into the <laughs> business and just, like, capital is really all i'm looking for
0: <laughs> rob's walking into the country with eight children <laughs> like oh, i'm very sorry <laughs> officer <laughs> it's gonna be hard to shake your hand <laughs> Very, once, uh, once they decide they're attached to me, it's really hard to convince they them just, not.
1: They just come on. They
0: love me so much. Papa yeah. Cheek, they call me. Yes,
1: that's what they call me. Uh, anyway, but I was going <laughs> to say, <laughs> you don't have to have those incidences <laughs> like you had a few years ago in Baltimore where you went out for one of your walks and the police commissioner <laughs> slid on the curb behind <laughs> you and followed you around town.
0: Yeah, that was really hysterical. <laughs> so, <laughs> Looking back on it, it's very hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You know, it's so funny. Like, so I know so many people who in their life have been uh, paranoid with weed, like <laughs> unusually paranoid.
1: Also people and have like, bad trains of thought.
0: Yeah. And I mean, like, I, I get it. And uh, if that's how you are, then probably weed in a place where you could get arrested for it is not a place to do it. No, But like. No, I would say no. In, in, Baltimore, so that was, uh, we were at Ridgely's Delight. It was 4th of July. John invited me to uh, his dad's yacht for the fireworks. Yeah, yeah. And then I said, I'm not going to let fireworks go. Uh, (laughs) Unassisted. Unassisted. So I decided to smoke before I left. And then I was walking to the Inner Harbor. And uh, I I, I had that like spidey sense that someone was right around me. Uh, And I sort of look over my shoulder a little bit. And I see a Baltimore City cop who's standing like, you know, diagonally behind me well, oh yeah that's all right you know what nothing wrong with that police officer is behind me it's cool no no crime for being high it's i don't have anything on me yes. i'm good <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> yes um and then i like keep walking and that spidey sense hits me again and i think at this point like i look off the reflection of the window of the convention center which is another thing you do when you're like <laughs> high in public a lot is you're like looking off checking like D car six. windows and yeah, stuff like D that six, looking look at,
1: around just yeah
0: heading the swivel head on a swivel uh yeah and then i looked and i saw that there was like five cops like directly <laughs> behind me and i'm like oh shit all right um all right I so keep cool keep, know, yeah. yeah nobody knows <laughs> I, listen as uh, i'll be fine just uh mind your p's and q's don't do anything unusual and you'll be fine <laughs> i'm just a guy out for a walk yeah i'm just uh, i'm out for literally all i'm going to do is walk along this very <laughs> crowded intersection and then get into a boat directly in the water <laughs> and then sail off to somewhere so <laughs> anywho uh i'm just picturing you while you're going through this
1: starting to, to walk like theresa may across the stage, <laughs> just like
0: that's pretty much that's pretty much that happens every cop you see you just get a little bit more like hi constable i'm totally
1: normal there's nothing going on here
0: nothing to see here nothing to see here have you seen cats <laughs> okay uh, okay yeah yeah and then uh uh finally i, I get to a uh intersection and i i do the the ultimate of checking who's behind you move like oh, No, I I I pull out my phone and I'm looking at it, and then I'm I sort of like mutter to myself like, "Am I on Fayette right now?" (laughs) So in case somebody overhears you, like, (laughs) I do believe I need to be on Baltimore Street. (laughs) And then you look down, and then you can do that half turn in the direction of like the the street, like looking for street signs. Don't mind me gesticulating wildly, (laughs) and then (laughs) you're like. looking up and then i I get a chance to like sort of fully turn around to see who's behind me and it's not only just six police officers it's like five police officers and the police commissioner (laughs) i felt like i was so like i was i was right in the middle of it like the police commissioner would love nothing more than to be able to arrest some pothead on fourth of july haul me out in front of getting back in the streets press conference and just be like this little dirt bag (laughs) our streets are a little safer now now that this junkie's off the street (laughs) some report Jane Miller is out there going like "Uh, yeah so being high is not a crime what did you arrest him for menace menace to America on 4th of July of all days how dare he you decided to get high and watch fireworks how dare he Um, this isn't an America I grew up in. First of all. I don't uh, want to be a part not, of the America. It's not being that a menace. Is.
1: It's disorderly conduct, which is very much the police commissioner being, a, hey, 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 what's up? And you'd be like, "Yeah, hey, fuck off. and Not realizing it's a police commissioner. And I'm being like, all right, that's being disorderly. Come here. Come why here. Are, why are you wearing a white shirt and a hat? <laughs> oh, that's right. He does wear the white shirt and the hat. Yeah. Now I'm picturing, uh, what's his name? Uh, from. Uh,
0: well, the one that was behind me was uh, Bealfield. Oh, that I forgot how long ago. Yeah. So so many Baltimore <laughs> those, commissioners ago. <laughs> that was like seven commissioners ago. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: seven commissioners and seven years ago. Actually. Yeah, pretty so much. Strange. Very strange. But anyway, um,
0: wow, that was a long story. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's like, I love that story because I just like, after after no, a while you're just... getting getting to the point though of what I was trying to say before we got off sidetracked <laughs> with my was, story was the point that uh, I, it's I, sometimes I, you muddy yourself. <laughs> is, is this Faye yet? I, I do believe I have to be on Grand. <laughs> I
1: really hope you do that downtown in LA when you uh, are around cops too. That'd
0: be <laughs> awesome. Well, here I don't give a shit. Oh, that's true. I mean, they don't give a shit. Just so. be High as I want to be, walking <laughs> down the street like, "Hello, officers!" It's <laughs> like, oh, fair. Corey's Corey's taking his morning weed walk. Yeah, to be
1: fair because there's a guy across the street taking a shit in a garbage can. So he's <laughs> I like, "I got I bigger problems, my friend." It's like care. it's
0: like the one time that the the Baltimore City cop drove by and caught me like in the window, <laughs> yes. like I was just like sitting there like. <laughs> and he like looked at me and he like
1: wait wait, wait. He, like, <laughs> wait, wait. what did you what did you look like when you're sitting in the
0: window <laughs> so uh let me see if I can do this with like a <laughs> 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 he just like saw me up in the window and then uh. his whole reaction was just uh, uh like dude I don't got time for this <laughs> like, <laughs> just like driving away like, come on man <laughs> just don't make me fucking stop like please i just don't it's like watching for two seconds like don't pull a gun out get all right all right cool down (laughs) the alleyway gonna go to sonico (laughs) myself a cigarette and a uh donut yeah but uh to the the point point. yes of course uh i was just in vegas vegas is the absolute king of not knowing what the hell they want right now um they have legalized recreational marijuana for uh anyone in las vegas but, Which I think
1: we took advantage of last time yes. we were
0: there. Yeah. But uh they have also the the hotels are so worried about like a, them causing a foul of anything and then their gaming license getting revoked yeah. or like they can't have as many tables as they used to have and blah 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 blah. They are not going to mess around with this yeah. one bit until everybody's uh, clear about it. Everyone's yeah. clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I feel like there's sort of like this Vegas thing of like, uh so for legal restu- reasons, if someone called into the uh, to Andy Nelson's when I worked there, yeah. and they said, hey, can we bring some beer with us, or a bottle of wine, or something yeah. like that. I, for legally, I can't say, come in here and drink, because we don't have a license to accommodate that. Yes. But we also do not care if you do it, as right. long as you don't make a scene. Yes. So I used to say, uh, what my my line back would be, would be like, uh, well, if we don't know about it, it's not our problem. Okay. Uh, and... Uh, most people would get that, and they'd be like, oh, I got gotcha. you. They're going to fill up a cup like this yeah. with beer right. and come in with it. Right, right, right. <laughs> Hopefully not a clear Fat Tuesday cup. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe when it says like Fat the- Tuesday,
0: is a little on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> cup that says not beer. Yeah. <laughs> Good enough for me. <laughs> I would have let you in with the beer cup. I'm just saying, I don't care. Uh, But that's what the hotel. No, but the 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 thing is like, I I just, you, you can't literally ask me if you can bring it in because I'm going to say no. Right. At the end of the day, I'm going to say no. So if you like asked a hotel, it says like, Hey, listen, we're in Vegas for the weekend. I'm thinking about smoking a little pot in our room. Uh, Is that okay? No. If you can't even bring it onto the premises, I don't care what you think (laughs) is legal here. If, and then, like, she's, like, giving you the wink, like... <laughs> He's like, I get it! I get, I get it! it. I get Jesus! It. Uh. No pot in the hotel, I get yeah. it. <laughs> but it's, like, the same thing. Like, don't let, it, Yelp. don't let us catch you. <laughs> like, essentially, is like, I think where all the Vegas places have to put on, like, a huge front, and then they're like, just don't let us catch you, alright? Just do, yeah. do it privately, and if... It, if it doesn't affect how much you gamble, we don't really care. <laughs> like, but I mean, it's, it is weird because uh, I think that the line they're walking is,
1: is a hotel room, does that meet the definition of a private place that was set by the Nevada legislature? Right. And the Gaming Commission is in some ways more powerful than the actual legislature itself. Yeah. And they could say... Oh, well, we don't think you've met the definition here, so...
0: The reason why you know it's so serious is literally every hotel does it. Yeah. There's not like Circus Circus where they're like putting out ads going like, hey, like to smoke weed in Vegas, coming for Circus Circus, we don't give a shit. Because like, if they get get busted for something, there's no coming back from that. To be fair, I think I did see one that said that smokers were welcome,
1: but... Mm did not have a casino it's one of those like strip mm, places where it's yeah. just a hotel yeah and you know what there's are well, in
0: there's a lot of places that are like sort of like uh and a lot of these uh constituencies that have legal weed uh there's been a huge like underground airbnb business that goes yeah. around like who allows smoking and yeah. stuff like yeah, that yeah, yeah. so if you go to denver rather than getting a hotel room just get an airbnb from this guy who lives in denver
1: and he knows you're gonna smoke weed And in he knows place. you're gonna
0: smoke re- yep. weed in his place and he's fine with it yep. like that's sort of how it goes these days but you know vegas you want to be on the strip or as close to as possible yeah i think though that those kind of places have an ability to fill a gap because one you
1: don't have a casino so the gaming commission you don't care so much about uh and the reality is no one's going to prosecute you who's going to come in and arrest somebody on your
0: yeah i mean like that's that's a you know like catch one guy with a joint in a hotel room like freeze
1: (laughs) although wait where was the guy no it wasn't in vegas was arizona
0: Oh, you're talking about the guy who got shot by the police, like a- crawl crawling on his out. hands and yeah, yeah. knees. Yeah, That was an yeah. right? Yeah, but that, that was Vegas. also uh uh somebody thought he had a gun. But uh, he was like right. uh, not, he wasn't using uh them. what do you call it? Exterminator. Yeah. Yeah, like they an exterminated gun. gun. Yeah. gun,
1: Yeah. Anyway, um so I think they could fill a, a real well needed gap. The problem is, uh they're not on the strip. And yeah. Vegas is a bitch if you're not on the strip. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so Speaking of which, uh, what's off the, the Strip, what am I, a local? I
1: know. <laughs> Although, uh, you have to go off the Strip to get uh, marijuana because they are not allowed to be on the Strip. There is one place on the Strip. Is there? Yeah. Do they, do they actually uh, have an advertisement on the Strip? Yeah. I thought the, the, uh, the legislature said you couldn't do that.
0: Like, I mean, like, really, honest to God, Vegas, I could get a fucking woman to come to my hotel room and have sex with me. Like, I, I, why can't I smoke weed in my home? <laughs> like, so no, like,
1: just so everyone's listening, that was Corey's voice, the one yeah. <laughs> saying he brought a woman to his room to have sex. I'm
0: saying me. I could. Oh, oh, could, could.
1: Have, I know, have I know, you know
0: how these words work. <laughs> I could have had a woman come to my hotel room, oh, uh, and that honest. would have been 100% legal with Vegas. No, it's not. I mean, it's totally I mean, like nobody's going to stop that woman from coming up to my hotel. True. Room.
1: Yes. But uh, prostitution is illegal in um, current current accounting. Yeah, but I'm
0: not I'm not buying sex. I'm just buying a dance that got a little out of hand. You nope. know,
1: like, nope, you
0: cannot. <laughs> you cannot do that. Any listen, anything happens in Vegas. I'm just not for me. I'm just saying. <laughs> but like, just remember, <laughs> Corey was in Vegas by
1: himself a few weeks ago for several days <laughs> at a convention for I nerds. Can't convention yeah
0: anyway Mueller report oh are we
1: jumping down there <laughs> yeah uh, so let's uh, skip over a couple of things really quickly okay now number one let's switch to the next logical topic after talking about marijuana jesus it's <laughs> easter weekend uh how are you celebrating easter weekend Corey? uh
0: i'm waking up tomorrow
1: just like jesus you're gonna rise from the, <laughs> i'm gonna rise, rise the
0: <laughs> there will be points in the night where people think i haven't made it and then by the morning it'll be okay yeah it'll
1: and- be up yeah <laughs> Oh, no, that's Cinco de Mayo. Coming up in <laughs> a few weeks. Oh, by the way, we didn't... I said we were gonna touch on that. Let's touch on that real quickly. We're on Saturday today, Monday usually, Sunday in a few weeks.
0: For are 5th. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so May the 5th, the episode will be live on May the 5th. We'll be recording, and you can tune in here on Facebook.com forward slash show the anthem, and uh, check out the episode there. We were going to be doing our traditional Cinco de Mayo episode, which is Drinko de Mayo, mm-hmm. number six, episode six, so... Looking forward to that. Yes, indeed. Um, I'm not really. Uh, Because I'm just going to ruin my Sunday and then be hung over on Monday, which is not something I want to do.
0: You know, I know my problem. And it happens every single year. I say, I'm smarter than this. I'm not going to fall into all the traps. Uh, I'm not going to say the words just to make people happy and start drinking. Fuck this. It's about my liver. Yes. And I can't do 17 shots in an hour anymore. This is not the place I am anymore. Yeah. Like at a certain point, like I would just be like six in and I'd just be like, well, you know where you give five more day coming. <laughs> oh the you. You're going <laughs> to lean back in your chair and wipe your eyes and go. Hoo! <gasps> Which is
1: still my favorite sound ever. Yeah.
0: Knows. Um <laughs> that was after 17 shots. Yes though. it was. <laughs> uh <laughs> but uh, and then every year I sort of said like, we're 20 minutes into the show and we've only done our introductory shots. And then I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to throw one out there just to get the fans. It's like, what's another shot? And I'm just be like, Oh, you're going to drink that. Fuck. Why did I do that? And then I take the shot and then Next immediately have- forget that my plan the whole time was not to drink. It's so good when it hits your lips. <laughs>
1: I just want one another one.
0: And then you're done. And you're just like, Oh, Hey Jesus. <laughs> What are you doing
1: here? Uh, (laughs) All right. So, um, but, uh, so check that out in a few weeks. Single to mile episode. Uh, I think that we will have a friend of the show, Roberto, come on and do the, um, birthday boy. Yeah. It'll be his birthday and he can do the refereeing for the episode and make sure that we are following along. Not pouring the shots though, because he is an insane pot shot. (laughs) Uh,
0: and we're going to no, have, have to get regulation sized shots for this. Yeah, Cajun I don't want to double. Like. We're
1: getting too old for double shot glasses. <laughs> that cannot happen. We need just like a small thimble. Uh, let's get a couple thimbles. Give them need.
0: whatever you get at a Ravens game when you order a shot. It's just like in a little.
1: <laughs> oh, it's the, uh, the little plastic cup. It's like. That was refreshing. Great. Yes. All oh, oh, right.
0: It could double as a cap for your tooth. There you go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh anyway, so Easter, Easter weekend. Yes. Uh just in case your mother and father are watching this, where are you going to be celebrating? <laughs> where classes? am I brain?
0: Yes. Uh I I just can't. Like right now like I I'm so like uh I don't know. I I just don't want to get involved with the Catholic church right now. Is that so much to ask? Like, I just feel like Mm. I, every, anytime I get like even a little bit more committed, like I get the wrong, I feel like Charlie Brown and the football and everything like that. Yeah, Yeah. there's nothing saying that you can't be a perfectly fine Catholic or Christian and not go to church. Uh, Uh, And and I I honestly, I think, I think, uh, I think Jesus would not be approving of the Catholic church right now either. Mm. And a lot of this stuff. So If that wants to be your 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 standard bearer, then I think like you know, if Jesus heard about if Jesus saw spotlight, he would not be happy. Like (laughs) (laughs) to be
1: fair, he was watching the whole time and he let it happen.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, like, there's also a part of like how I've always felt about the divine because I don't like the idea of like me just like leaning down and praying to Jesus and then saying like, please, Jesus, I need that job to come through for tomorrow because if I can't, then I don't get rent. Thank you, Jesus. And then when it happens, it feels like you know, God like personally intervi- intervened in your life to make sure that you got that job which you were probably going to get anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I like to think of him as more of like the I set an emotion motion now let's see what happens kind of thing. And then maybe from time to time there will be like, you know, a child with uh, leukemia or something like that that like I personally touch. If but he gets enough like, likes on Facebook? Well, no. I mean just, in you know, like I imagine that the, the idea of like the Holy Ghost sort of like going like, hey Jesus, there's this kid with leukemia that could really use your help. He's just like, all right, yeah, why not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> moves on to the, you know, it's like just getting reports of different things, you know? But certainly not Facebook likes or any of that nonsense.
1: I do I do think one thing. I would really Or like, like
0: putting out how like I, I I feel like the other thing about this too is that like it uh the way I've always thought about heaven, this is weird. <laughs> this is a really deep podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the way I <I'm> <laughs> The way I've sort of always thought about heaven is mm-hmm. that like uh, there's sort of like you know like <laughs> Catholicism has it in your mind a little bit or like Jesus, or God has it in your mind a little bit so he knows when you walk up whether or not you're like a good person who tried and like made a difference or tried to make a difference or, sure and it, or if you're just like a total shithead but you have the Jesus tattoo and you go to church every Sunday and you <laughs> threw rocks at a girl trying to get an abortion or something like that I mean like I feel like God knows okay. what's real and what's not so I always felt like any kind of like you're allowed into heaven or you're not allowed into heaven is just based off of whether or not you're a good person on the inside and not what other people necessarily think. Okay. You know, like the, there was only going to be one decider at the end of the day kind of like made me think that there had to be some sort of like it can't be like a baseball referee where he's off like 0.2% of the time. Like gotta be he's got to be 100% of the time. He's God. he knows better. And if I don't make it, then. I was probably a shitty person. I don't know. Can I tell you, <laughs> I do wish
1: uh, Jesus would come down and
0: intervene in my life
1: sometimes. I wish that every time we sat down to do this, he would come down, reach down, and touch the mix pre and turn it on to make sure it was running before every episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, okay, so I hope you're enjoying this episode. It <laughs> is rare form uh, for me. For Corey it's pretty standard. This but is, we are you know, now recording. Is, uh, if you just heard the sound quality go up exponentially, it might be because Corey just turned on the uh recorder. This so. is part
0: of the this is part of the reason why I don't like uh why why I would only uh imbibe
1: mm-hmm, when mm-hmm.
0: I'm like here by myself and nothing Not, nothing like, to worry about. No responsibilities. Like <laughs> I, this, uh, the reason why this show is funny is because I never like am ever uh off at all during the podcast unless it is it a Mayo or this episode mm-hmm. okay and i would totally forget about that all day if i was sound, like on set and high and stuff like that yeah yeah
1: don't work high sound <laughs> mixers uh, also i told myself 3 times to check that um <laughs> and i was sitting here while you were talking like what was i supposed to I did it do? outside
0: i fucking was outside I was just like you know what i should really come inside and just turn <laughs> on <laughs> turn it the, just so it's on just so it's on just so i don't have to think about it again like <sighs> uh uh, so well, I was about to smoke a cigarette. I'm just like, you know what? I should just go good in good for a second. Yeah, yeah, I know. For I'll own, remember. Never.
1: Yeah. Nope. <laughs> no. uh, well, speaking of things that, uh, you know, uh, get forgotten. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get forgotten very shortly. Uh, Coachella's this weekend. Yay. I don't really, um, I just, uh, wanted to mention to people who may not know, uh, or people who are like, Oh, I wish I could be at Coachella. Oh, you look so great. um, The guy who makes all the money from Coachella, Mm -hmm. who is the CEO of Golden Voice, which is a live uh, festival um, company, Uh, he donates millions of dollars a year to anti-LBGTQ campaigns, pro-gun campaigns. And and listen, I'm pro-gun, but I mean, like, pro-gun where I'm like, "Mm, that's a little much, (laughs) Uh, like. Hey, why don't we give... um, Every every baby baby, comes with an Uzi. Yeah, every baby comes with a uh, fully automatic gun. And I'm like, man, maybe that's a little much. (laughs) And why would we want background tests? Uh, You know, because uh, crazy people shouldn't have guns. Um, So there's that. But uh, he also uh, fights equality measures everywhere with his money. So I hope you enjoy those Coachella tickets and uh, your support of these kind of measures. Yeah, Basically the far right. Uh, If you have never supported the far right, then you must never have been to Coachella. (laughs) Because if you have, you have.
0: Thank you. Some of that money goes to Trump. Just so you know, like I mean, basically, yeah. I mean, you know, even if it's an infinitesimal amount, like based off of the uh, total amount you spend, still yep. remember that by going to Coachella that you probably gave five bucks to Trump. Yep. So and uh, you did it for the Gram. Mm-hmm. Sold out your country for yeah. the Gram. So. I mean. uh, speaking of that. Yep. Uh, Mueller report. yeah. <laughs> Mueller report. <laughs> Selling
1: out the country for the presidency. I was going to say, I wish I had a Mueller report video. I could yeah, it's too late now. We should have... Yeah, it's all right. We could have been it. doing it for Although, months. Did you know what, uh, what happened yesterday? What? Uh, guess who went back to work yesterday? Robert Mueller. In the office, again. Mm. So, makes you wonder, what's going on there? Because uh, if you remember, Kenneth Starr turned in a report on Whitewater... Went back to work, yeah. and then what came out of that? The investigation into um, the, uh, the thing that actually led to impeachment. But,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, anyway, that's the, uh, the lying on the, grand, the uh, grand jury and the thing with Monica Lewinsky. Mm,
0: the lying in the de- deposition. deposition. Deposition, yeah. yeah.
1: So uh, anyway, Mueller's back at work. But yes, the Mueller report is out. Uh, I did not read any of it except for like excerpts that people were posting.
0: I, uh, I couldn't help myself. I watched a lot of CNN that day. Um, not only did I watch CNN, I, I flipped it around a lot. Uh, n- no offense to the people who like MSNBC. I'm sure it's a lovely channel and all. Uh, it is so hard to watch that fucking channel for more than five minutes. Uh, for me, it's just so like unnecessarily aggressive. And I, that's coming from somebody who <laughs> listens to CNN, like, or watches CNN a lot. Like it, it just, it just felt like, uh, everyone was, screaming all day um, yeah, yeah fox interestingly enough i i was watching um and it was a lot of what i w- was kind of hoping for it was a lot of republicans who were very disappointed mm-hmm. and saying like you know like ah oh, this isn't a great day for the president but then sort of like looking at it from a a subjective kind of legal view you know like okay. i think there was a lot of on cnn like you know, like what could this redaction on page twenty-eight possibly mean? And I'm just like, you're going down the wrong, fi- <laughs> like if you if you want to honestly break this thing down, like you you got to have a couple lawyers in here just to explain what this is. This, yep. I mean, like because it's a, a legally written document too, which is the other part about like, you know, like all these. Uh, you want to talk about the house? I was like going out there and buying like the paper copy of the Mueller report. Like you're going to be like, I got oh, it. All right, I got it. Right. Let me dive page, into this. <laughs> page one. I'm ready. Honor about the date of and oh fuck. <laughs> Honor about the date of May third, two thousand fifteen, by the court of New York in the special subsection of and I'm like nope, not. All right, I'm done. Yeah, yeah thanks, <laughs> Rob. Read this. <laughs> Tell no, me what it says.
1: Uh, but I did. Uh, I was watching. We went out for dinner last night. The entire time we were at dinner, there was CNN on a uh, see on the TV in the corner. Yeah. They did an entire hour-long show while we were sitting there on not quotes from the Mueller report, but quotes which had a citation to a footnote that was redacted, and (laughs) who might be the source and what might the redactions mean. So basically, like, does this mean there's still cases ongoing? And is this? And I'm like,
0: yes. Uh, You're guessing right now. You're just guessing. Well, so the one thing that we do know, and this is this is. for all the Trump people who are saying this is good news for Trump. Uh, no, um, basically there were redactions on 12 of 14 possible counts of obstruction. Yeah. Which basically means that, uh, they're redacted because they're still open investigations. So, uh, thing basically what, what we learned is that things that were not in the direct purview of Mueller when it came to either, Russian interference or, uh, <laughs> uh, obstruction of justice was sent off to somebody who it would matter for. So the election fraud with Cohen was yep. going to, or the, uh, uh, campaign, campaign donation, finance. Yeah. finance, campaign finance, finance violations. Yep. Uh, that didn't really either fit into Russia or the, the thing. So, or the, uh, obstruction of justice. So that went to the Southern district of New York. Mm-hmm. Um, can uh I could be convinced that uh there seemed to be a lot of time where Mueller was investing in a lot of time into Trump's finances and the <clears throat> Trump organization's finances yeah. and uh, Wasselberg and, and Cohen and stuff like that. So I'd find it hard to believe that there isn't somebody working somewhere on a charge, like a tax. Yeah. Tax like a should. tax charge or yep. something like that, or, you know, an improper donation, blah, blah, blah. uh I, oh, my long view take on this whole (laughs) Trump situation that we've let ourselves in at this point is if you feel like you really want justice, I think the best course of action is just to, if you're the Democrats, uh, spend the next year and a half, like, bringing up all the things that people just can't stand about Trump. Like when, uh, 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 cabinet secretaries are like taking private jets for like 30 minute flights. Yep. At the cost of like a million (laughs) dollars
1: for the taxpayer. Yeah. For
0: their meeting to get back to their government job. Right. I mean like when, when those sort of things come out, like people are just like, Oh my God, Trump, you you know, like what's up with this drain, the swamp, not, you know, and then uh, Trump has to fire that person. And then there's no way you get over that one. That's like an easy win every single time. Yeah. Uh, I would stay away from like, Russia collusion sort of stuff because it's just like you're at this point there, there might be one piece of evidence that totally puts everything into perspective, Mm -hmm. but you never know when you're going to find that piece of evidence or if you ever find that, you know, like there's been so many murder cases in this country that have been tied to like, well, we really have a strong hunch that this guy did it because there's so many things that seem like he did it, but we don't have that one piece of evidence that really ties it together and says, there's no doubt that it was him. Right. You know, that it was that person who did it. Right. Come on. Come on
1: through. Oh, hey. Friend of the show, Roberto, is here <laughs> invading the studio. Just yeah. getting back from hot Latin nights. Make sure you check out at dot dot nights <laughs> on Instagram to see pictures of Roberto on set. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's just gonna sit there. I don't wanna say anything. Uh, So (laughs) I don't know. I've done all day saying things. I don't
1: know if he knows uh what day it is in
0: (laughs) or why it's oh hey, a picture
1: of me with Einstein is on the thing. Anyway, um easily distracted. Uh (laughs) Mother Report. Yes. (laughs) Um shit, what was I gonna say? What were we
0: talking about just a second ago? Mostly Uh, the other cases that could potentially come from.
1: Yes. Oh, here was my point. Uh, Don Jr., first thing he pointed out was like I'm sorry. I know exactly where it was.
0: I was building it to a point. I'm sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, uh, basically what I was saying is that I think that if you really hate Trump and you really want him to face some sort of punishment for all the things that he's done, your best course of action is just to hammer him for the next year and a half with all the things that people want to hear about, not the stuff that people don't want to hear about. Find a good electable candidate for president, for the democratic side, electable. Just somebody who can get enough votes to win, uh, beat Trump, in the election. And then finally, as soon as he's out of office, as soon as he like gets in air force one and, or, uh, uh, what's the Marine one one, and flies back to New York, then he'll be met at the tarmac with 15 different things (laughs) that he will be arrested for. I mean, like this is essentially uh, with the, uh, uh, conspirator one or whatever it was, or the, what was the individual one on the, the Cohen, uh, things yeah basically they have a a waiting (laughs) indictment for the president as soon as they're not the president anymore that's the one thing that's holding up this whole thing that's why Barr said in his memo that uh they couldn't charge him uh and that he was off scot-free and stuff like that that's why the Mueller report basically said uh it's not my decision it's congress's decision yes and that we just ran out of time that's basically like if you're a democrat who who thinks that you needed to impeach Trump to show people that you can't do this sort of thing. Well, you kind of lost your opportunity to do that. Like that really had to happen the first time he did anything that crossed the line.
1: Even then, even then it's hard though, because
0: listen, every,
1: every time a president has been impeached in this country, when has it happened? Let's say there's been four impeachments.
0: Yeah. When have they occurred? I mean, they've never actually occurred.
1: No, no. Impeachment, uh, no convictions. But when, the, right. did, when did the impeachment proceedings begin?
0: Oh, well, I mean, like in Clinton, it happened in the second term. Okay. Early second term. Nixon? Uh, early second term. Okay. Johnson? Oh, God. Early, was...
1: early second term. Yeah. Uh, and then again, uh, Adams, early second term. Yeah. So the point is that even if something happened, bad happens on the first day, it's really hard to get that going in the first term. And yeah. it's kind of built that way. By the way, the system's meant so that if one outlier happens, that's why senators are six years, Congress is two, and the president is four. Senate will never have to worry about complete rollover while one president in one yeah. term is in office. And the Congress can be rolled over in the middle of a president's term to get more done. Like yeah. that's It was designed that way on purpose. Um, but... The prob- the reason that we have an impeachment, really, is that if the people are dumb enough to elect that person again, and Congress can prove uh fall- I mean, wrong it, it's
0: whether or not they want to at this point. Well, yeah, That's absolutely. really the-, <laughs> That's
1: the... But my point to Don Jr. was, I, his first tweet of the day was, uh, report read, no evidence, no collusion. Yeah. And I just... the. I saw a reference to it kind of in my timeline, and I thought, oh, these are the same things. But um, it would be as if I showed you, here's some CIA CIA documents, November 22nd, 1963. And I slide it over to you, and I'm like, here's an agenda of all of the missions they had going on at that time. And you pick it up, and you read it, and you see, here's the days, 11 63 and there are you know 40 missions they have going on anywhere worldwide. Yeah. 3 of them are redacted. And you look at me and you're like, "Well, clearly uh they didn't shoot Kennedy." And you're like, <laughs> "Why? Like, well there's no evidence here that yeah. they shot Kennedy. There's three things that are redacted yeah. in there. You think killing the president would be one of the things to redact?" <laughs> like
0: it was actually yes, added on after here. the fact on the post-it note, but they could also take it off, so it wouldn't be evidence anymore. <laughs> That's how they get you. You write it on the original piece of paper, and you're in trouble. Put it on a post-it note, take it off after you kill the president; it's not evidence anymore. But the, the
1: number one thing that uh, throw it in the trash, fine. The first comment I got was a real hot take from a reporter who was just like, "They might as well have not given us this with all the redactions." Not true. There was a lot to read, <laughs> yeah. but there was also a lot redacted well, out of I'll,
0: it. Also the other the other part of this is of anybody who shouldn't be saying shit right now, Don Trump Jr. should be yeah. at the top. Yeah. Like Don Trump should have the uh, Don jr should have just read uh, a little bit of the Mueller report that just talked about him and Russian collusion and just like said, like I'm done playing politics for the rest of my life and gone back to being like a rich kid and not worry about shit. Like shut down his Twitter account because like basically what Mueller it, it, the legalese translation of what Mueller said was uh, if his, if Don jr wasn't so fucking dumb and so fucking lucky that they actually didn't have anything to offer him, like, If it was any, if they would have, if Russia would have walked into that room and said, like, you know, like, oh, we have many things to tell you about Hillary Clinton. It's like, yeah, like what? Well, I mean, we don't really have anything on Hillary Clinton. It's like, well, this whole meeting was a waste. It's just like, well, here's $1,000 for the campaign. That would have gotten Trump Trump, Jr. in jail.
1: That would have been enough. He's so dumb. He had a meeting with people who had no information and therefore. Cannot be guilty. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the, uh, it's the pinnacle of like. <laughs> oh, to go back to the opening uh, in our our, uh, our talk today, um, that is why there are special laws that make copycat drugs included in. Yeah. Because they're like, hey, hey, even if you're dumb enough to buy a pound of baby powder, yeah. you're going to be charged as if you, it was cocaine. Uh, <laughs> we just don't do that with literally anything else. Like, you know. Treason. If you're dumb enough to take a meeting that is treasonous, it doesn't matter that it doesn't end in treason. I like the. It still should be. The other
0: thing too, I heard that uh, it wasn't even on like CNN or any news network. It was on like a podcast (laughs) Uh, that I really enjoyed was uh, campaign finance law is actually one of the most interesting ones because it's one of the only parts of the law where ignorance of the law can be an excuse. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. it's, it's so narrow, but it's like, I didn't know I couldn't do that is a legal version of like uh, getting out of campaign finance. Things. So long as it's your first time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, but you get one, we'll give you one. Like, right. Wait, wait, you mean I wasn't allowed to donate a million dollars to one campaign? What? no, you can donate to PACS, but you can't donate that to the candidate. Oh, well, no, I know. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, so uh, you know I'm not gonna go to I'm not gonna go to jail or it's anything? Like, just don't do it just, again. Ju- don't do it again. It is fine.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, officer. I didn't know I couldn't do that. Well now you know. <laughs> I didn't know I couldn't do that. That's good, right? Because I didn't know I couldn't do that. <laughs> By the way, uh I showed people um I was trying to
1: show them a video of Dave Chappelle from 2001 before yeah. the Chappelle show started. And uh, I had it queued up with a, you know, the YouTube screen on and people were like, who is that? And I played like two seconds of it. And then I stopped and said, wait, did you say who is that? <laughs> and I realized there are people alive for whom there was never a skinny Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Because he was like real thin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we were talking about Half Baked and uh, we were supposed to watch it. I think I forgot to do that after uh, work yesterday. Um, was, we were going to watch half baked. I
0: was, uh, I was, it's funny. I was on YouTube. I was looking for something to pass like 10 minutes worth of time. And I was just like going through all the different videos, like trying to find something. Yeah. And I'm just like, Ooh, old Chappelle. bit. And I put it on and like, Roberto's like walking up like, what is this? And I'm just like, <laughs> Oh, so you, good. Don't, you don't, know what Chappelle's. <laughs> Can't peel. But before but there it, was, Can it was just like, that guy looks like Eddie Murphy. I'm like, that's Eddie Murphy's brother. <laughs> <laughs> Was he supposed to be doing an Eddie Murphy impression? No, 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 no. no, no. That's him. No, the, the whole bit is talking about him, his brother, who has stories. It's Charlie Murphy's true Hollywood stories. And He's just like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't know why who this just... Rick James guy is. <laughs> why is this so funny to you? Why is he like, fuck your couch, and you're la- laughing hysterically like an idiot? Like, fuck your couch. Uh, oh,
1: man. Yeah. Anyway, so I showed him Dave Chappelle, and uh, yeah. I was appalled. Uh, and I don't know how we got off on that topic now. Gun store, liquor store, gun store, liquor store. Where, Where are you taking me?
0: me? <laughs> Baby, <Maybe>. inside. <laughs> Shut up, I got kids to feed. Oh. oh. <laughs> it's an old limousine. <laughs>
1: how old is this limousine? I'm rolling the windows down. man. By the way, people
0: who don't know what this gesture <laughs> means. Kids are work at your office. Um. I just yeah, realized they,
1: I wonder if I go up to them and I'm like, hey, uh, uh if they would know that that means
0: go roll down the window. Um finishing up on the Mueller report here. Sorry, yeah. Uh <laughs> one other thing. Uh <laughs> Rob and I like to fancy ourselves uh political science students. Um well technically I have a bachelor's degree. <laughs> yeah, in it, true. So uh and uh we we uh oftentimes talk on the show about things that we would do based off of like our own uh how we would read the tea leaves if we were in that position. If sure. we were, if we were the attorney general right now and we knew that the Mueller report was going to be released, uh, how we would play it. Mm-hmm. And by the bar letter, both of us, when we originally read that, we're like, all right, so maybe there's a full version of the report that has all the goods. Yeah. But we know, as the Attorney General, that the next redacted version is still going to basically say this, and it's not going to elaborate on this. Yeah, because if I release this letter and then the heavily redacted Mueller report, where people don't even understand what's going on, yeah, then I'm in the clear, and we get this whole fake news, and it's all over, and exonerated, and blah 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 for another news cycle. And then if, if you get two, you basically won. Like you're yeah. not going to be able to like uh, come back and be like, wait a minute, we saw it's 2024 and we saw the full Mueller report and you were lying. It's like, Oh, sorry. You know, uh, (laughs) Pentagon papers. If anybody were, please remember
1: the Pentagon
0: or the uh, Panama papers. Yeah. Remember the Panama papers, please. Yeah. How that happened for like a week because like everyone was able to like quietly shut the fuck up about it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, so when we heard that the Mueller report was going to be released, or the redacted version, we were just like, all right, so clearly what this is not going to be of any interest to us. It's going to be a longer version of what we got released. Yeah, of the bar letter, Because Barr would be so fucking ridiculously stupid to release anything other than basically a longer version of the bar letter. Yep, <laughs> yep. Uh, and boy, did we not know that he had the potential to fall so far. <laughs> That's a, yeah. It's... A, it's like when uh, you talk to somebody who doesn't know anything about like politics or how the government works or oh, anything um, like where you walk up and you say like, did you know the attorney general is actually the attorney for the people mm-hmm, and not, not for the, the, president. Not the president? Yeah. And they're like, wow, I didn't even know that. I don't know that he knows that. I, yeah. I mean, like, it, like not, honestly, it's like, what did he want? Like Trump to just be like, hey, you did a good job on that letter. That's not going to help us at all. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And I don't know. It got us like a week of coverage, but then literally like as soon as the, I mean, like I, I feel like watching the faces of the people on CNN, like when they actually got the information that was in the Mueller report going like, what the fuck
1: was Barr doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that, that's the thing is like, I look at it and I'm like, w- I, I almost think he didn't read the report before he wrote the letter. <laughs> Just like writing the letter with his best wishes yeah. like, at the bottom, he's like, best wishes your <laughs> attorney general. Like, yeah. but it's almost as if he didn't read the report because I don't know. And I think that the redacted report had to be them like submitting it to him, like, sir, there was no me- way for us to redact this t- so that it matched your letter. Like, it's yeah. just too far apart. Or else <laughs> it's like, here's a the at the top of the <laughs> yeah. page and then president further down like, no we can't do that
0: so. 17 pages later like it the president is not guilty yes there we go we've redacted
1: it correctly
0: hey but that's it that'd be what you have to yeah get, so um so yeah I'm, I'm sure Barr is gonna have to answer for that at some point i you know that's another yeah. one that like you know like it with so many republicans in the senate who don't give a shit it's hard to think that there's any punishment cut i mean like yeah basically like the house votes to censure him or something like that and then well no they can the impeach senate, him too well i mean they can but i mean like you know i i doubt they maybe they think like oh yeah Pelosi has the great idea it's like well he did something really despicable so maybe we just instead of impeaching for it we just censure him for it yeah then the republican senate will have to get on board with that like well i think it's a matter of maybe- much like uh steve king where it's just like oh, we're all going to censure him. And then the vote never comes up and then yeah. it just never happens. Never and happens. he gets back on all thing. Yep. This is like, wait enough time for... And his first public comment,
1: also racist, <laughs> just like his last one. Yeah, yeah, you would think. Um, you people trying to bury me. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know I was a seed and here I am growing. <laughs> growing a proud tree of <laughs> Um But, uh, fuck, now I forgot what <laughs> Uh, bar report doesn't, um, I don't know. I, it's, I imagine that the, the only, the redacted report has to be the best version of the report for the president. That's generally my thought. So it still doesn't match the letter. And also it means that the completely unredacted report probably is much worse than we would have thought based on the first reactions from the bar letter. Well, also the other
0: thing I like too, is that, uh, uh, John Oliver brought this up, like, with the uh, with the bar memo, too, where he's just, like, you don't realize all the news that had sort of come out from the Mueller report, like, before it even got released, that, mm-hmm. you know, like, news organizations were reporting on. So if, you know, if the thing that you did was, or if the the uh, bar report was basically all the things that we had learned on the news about, like, uh, a Trump tower in Moscow and all all the other little tiny details. And it would feel like a much bigger deal, but because we got this news sort of like fed to us along the way, it doesn't feel like as big of an event, but I don't know. I still think that basically, you know, you gotta, Trump's gotta get a beaten, uh, for you to do anything about it. So if you really want to get the president in jail for something, uh, beat him in 2020.
1: Yeah, I, I was going to go back. My point about Bob Barr was they probably won't get to censure him because I bet the president makes him resign. When it looks like they're going to get a vote, he's like, I don't want this. Yeah. This turns into a three-week-long news cycle of like, will they, won't they in the Senate to confirm the censure, which most definitely will pass in the House. And he makes him resign. Yeah, That's what I was going to say before. And yes, um, at this point... Even if you wanted to impeach him, the last impeachment proceedings we had were Clinton's, and they lasted uh, nearly five months. So we're about to come up on summer recess after that. They might be able to get it done before the end of the year, but other than that, you are then in an election year. And the likelihood is the key people you would need to push this through as a Democrat will not be in Washington most of the time. They're going to be uh, Cory Booker, Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris, uh, Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Probably a bunch of people who are going to be at awful, home.
0: There's an awful lot of senators running for president. I think it's I such an unusual. Technically, that's the historical natural step. Yeah, but I mean, like, it hasn't happened in the, it's, it's sort of taken a shift since. Uh, the executive. Yeah, it's I mean, it's like, 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 hey, who has executive I mean, experience? basically Reagan winning, or uh, Carter that, was a governor, Carter right? Carter was a governor. Yeah. So, I mean, like, and Ford was a governor, right? Ford was a governor. That's why he was chosen. Yeah. Nixon was the last one who was in the Senate.
1: Uh, And Nixon ran for governor because he thought the governorship was a better way up. But, uh, I mean, listen, when the shift in the executive. So Franklin Roosevelt, Mm. who was there for four years or four terms, uh, and then Truman for a term plus one year. uh, And he was a senator, but uh, was also a. Yeah. Truman was a senator. Harry S. Truman, senator. I thought he came right from military to. No, wait. Truman, senator. After him was Eisenhower, who was a general, Yeah, then he, what yes, I, did.
0: Yeah, because they, they didn't like how things were going with Truman because it was like two by the book, and they wanted to go outside the course yes. and get the general in there.
1: And Eisenhower had a vice president name. Oh, God. Eisenhower. He's going to be very unhappy when I tell him. Nixon, right? Yeah, Richard Milhouse Nixon yeah, was yeah. the vice president for Eisenhower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, lost in nineteen sixty to Kennedy, who was a senator. Yeah, uh, but also more importantly, uh, was a Kennedy and <laughs> old enough to run for president, yeah. which is really uh, the important information there. Uh, Johnson, senator, um, and then Nixon. Then Nixon, vice president, also senator. After Nixon, and was in the house, and in the house. Yeah, Nixon. Nixon was
0: the only one to be in all three.
1: Nope. What? No. No, no, no. Are we
0: sure? William sharing? Howard
1: Taft was president,
0: um, senator, and uh, the Supreme House, Court justice. and a Supreme
1: Court justice. He's been in all four was bodies. Was he in the House, yeah, too? Yeah, he's been in all four bodies.
0: Maybe was, he was the last one to do all three. Maybe. Yeah.
1: Anyway, um, we're getting lost in the weeds. The important yeah. thing is, <laughs> yes. Um, lost in the weeds. Other, the ah. Number, the number one place to become the president tends to be the vice presidency. After that, it was the uh, the Senate. Now it's becoming a governorship. Mm. Uh, G- Clinton, uh, Bush. We should have done it that way. Clinton, Bush. Yeah. Um, Obama was a was, senator. So Obama was a senator before Bush was Bush the, for, the uh, 41st, but he was a vice president to a governor. Yeah. And then before that was a governor and before that was a governor. So, yes, it was all governors up until um, Obama. Yeah. Or vice presidents.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. Uh, anyway, so. Mm, <clears throat> I Do we don't have anything about, else on the list? There, yes. Or? Why were we even talking about that? Um, I don't know. Oh, uh, because you need to vote him out. It's yeah. not, not going to work. Uh, you're not going to be able to get him out of office. So just vote, get him voted out. Um, half the people who are running need to stop running. Uh, also, Joe Biden, you shouldn't run. Do not run.
0: But Do Joe Biden run. hasn't ever won an electoral vote, but or yeah. a, a, a single democratic race anywhere other than Delaware. So like and but it,
1: he's run in like nine different uh, decades for president of the United States. I don't really understand. I,
0: you know, the, the problem is that I feel like I, I, I don't have the right to tell anyone not to run, eh. but like at the same time, I feel like people need to have a much quicker hook And I feel like everyone wants to wait until Iowa just to figure out like where they stand. Yeah. But I mean, like some people should just realize that it's just not in the cards. Like, I mean, like, uh, you know, uh, Kristen Gillibrand is a good example where she's just one of many people who are in this race and she doesn't have a campaigning advantage and she's not getting enough money to compete in like the general election when it comes time. Like she's really just hoping that, she says something somewhere along the line between now and Iowa that raises her profile enough so that people vote for her over Cory Booker and puts her in the top five. And now she's in the top five and she can have a conversation. Like she stands on the same terms as Bernie and maybe the, the fundraising picks up. Like all these things are like just way too lottery pick. Like you need to like, I mean like, and we're still what? Like, a year away from like serious votes yep. being tabulated and anything. So like yeah. I was this summer, the first vote in Iowa was this summer. Is it? Yeah, the I thought straw, it was the
1: straw vote. Which oh, is the straw like, poll. Yeah. Mm. That's what, where you start knocking people out though. The first time in Iowa is where you first not, you start knocking people out. Yeah. Cause that's where
0: the people who got in too early and didn't have the legs. See, do. the problem is that, like, I, I you know, you say something like you don't make the top five in Iowa, you just back out. But, I mean, like, there's, like, a part of me that thinks that, like, Budajedge might be, like, an eight C, like... No, he needs to stay in. I, I heard a conversation between one of my co-workers,
1: well, one of my employees, and mm-hmm. her one percenter parents on the phone. Yeah. This is what they said about Pete Budajedge Well, I don't really like that he's gay, but he's married and he's been married for a while, so... I guess it really doesn't matter who you're married to from a very conservative, very religious one percenter couple basically excusing the gay part because he uh, is married. And why did they do that? Because he's a veteran who understands conservative economics and doesn't seem to be supporting so, uh, socialism Yeah, like all of those other Democrats. If he can do that. <laughs> If, if Democrats just notice that hey, um, there's a bunch of non-crazy Republicans who are really taking a liking to this guy, and maybe just maybe, if you pick that kind of candidate, you have someone who can get everyone together because he's secretly leftist in the best ways and smart enough also, to not
0: show conservatives how that is. Can I? Uh, uh, I know this might be a, a bit of a, uh, a fringe opinion, but you know, uh, Trump got elected off the boardroom of the. Uh, apprentice yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah. What, what can we one really say okay, I think the uh, resemblance between Buttigieg and uh, Jim Parsons from uh, Big <laughs> Bang Project <laughs> yes or Big, Big Bang Theory <laughs> Big Bang Theory yes. uh, is like I feel like people look at him and they're just like he's really smart just like whatever the character is from Big Bang Theory <laughs> like Sheldon Sheldon, Sheldon, Sheldon. Yeah. yeah he's smart like Sheldon he looks like him too maybe we should have that guy for president <laughs> By the way, did you know he's gay? Who, Sheldon or? The-
1: <laughs> Get lost in the uh, metaphor? Sheldon like, or Buttigieg? I mean, yeah, Sheldon seems well, like he's I mean, kind of like, gay.
0: I mean, Sheldon is not gay, but Jim Parsons, the guy who plays him, is gay. But Buttigieg is gay, too. It's like, how many people are gay? In this- <laughs> I heard two-
1: somebody's not
0: there's gay. There's two people, and there's three people in <laughs> the example. And there's two who are gay, and there's one who isn't. And I don't know. I just vote for me. Yeah, one of them's <laughs> running for president. I assume he's not the gay one. So, all right. He can't be the gay one. Let's go get on Whatever with it. Whatever it takes, though.
1: Like, that's what I'm saying. Push, yeah. push him. If that's what it takes, be smart enough to say, hey, these conservative Republicans are saying he's good enough for me. He's a. And honestly, some of the conversations that I've seen, though, has been more of like, hey, if this guy has been a conservative Democrat before and yeah. is moving to the left. Maybe there's a reason. It's not like he's a crazy conservative. He wasn't a crazy leftist. He's a soldier who yeah. lives in a red state and is gay. That's not an easy life. No. Maybe we should listen to what he has to say. <laughs> um. Anyway, so I'm hopeful for Pete. And like everybody's, I, I le- I'm loving that people are starting to discover him. And I'm seeing people on like Instagram be like, "Who's this Pete guy?" And I was like, "Oh, check it out. <laughs> check
0: it out. Go ahead." Yes, you go be very ahead, persistent. I'll
1: wait. So, uh the only other thing I want to talk about is uh will allow me to run one of these uh things and we are a little long, but let's go. We are going to of course, uh shit, I forgot what I'm doing. Um okay, so we're going to head on down to the Baltimore corner. <laughs> Where you get the straight dope.
0: See, I think part of your problem is that gonna you get keep it hitting that thing and yeah. I'm like sitting over here like just mellowing from <sighs> trying before to Before the show. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm active. Oh, this thing you mean.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause you've been hitting it all show long. Yeah, so. I've
1: been trying to carry. Yeah, uh...
0: <laughs> I feel like you've been less like. Uh, I can't talk. You got to do this. So this then... is the key to
1: this, though. This is the four to one CBD max. Yeah. So it's much more like my back feels amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, my knees and my feet also very good. So, but not so much, much like pain. blurry. And the... I'm feeling very like uh like rubby, but not uh, too too. Uh, Confused in the, in the head, yes. <laughs> not too confused in the head. So, yeah, um, Baltimore corner, yes, uh, where we're going to talk about heroin and not weed. Um, but no, one <laughs> story came up this week I really wanted to touch on is how. So, Baltimore police have always been saying, you know, we are the highest level of professionalism. Yeah. We are a police force that should be recognized. We need to be paid what we're paid for a reason. And then saw story today uh, about how there was a murder in Southwest which occurred about 300 feet 300, mm-hmm. yeah, 300 feet from the border with Northwest. And mostly how these things happen is that there's a street which runs, and they say everything to the north side of this street is Northwest. Everything to the south side of the street is Southwest. And so everyone clearly knows that this is, uh, this is where it is. Yeah. Well, there was a call about a murder, a gunshot and a murder on, in Northwest. And the Northwest units arrive, and they can they canvass the area so much so that they go to the address of the caller, and then they work their way south until they reach the line with Southwest. Yeah. And then say, nope, call's unfounded, uh, no murder here, and head back to base. Meanwhile, uh, the next day, some DPW workers are doing some work, and they find a body 200 feet from there or 300 feet from there, um, just in Southwest. Yeah. And, um, uh, what happened is that no one ever called South- Southwest to let them know, uh, there was no canvassing done on that side of the line and the cops in the North basically hit the line with Southwest and said, Oh, not our problem over there. looks like it didn't <laughs> happen here. Let's go get some grub. Um, and I just, it, it boggles the mind, like the laziness of just yeah. being like, Hey, it's not our problem but also not calling them and being like, Hey, you guys might have a murder on this street.
0: There's like a part of that that feels like if I, uh, if I fell in the bathroom, right? Like if I was in the shower and I fell and I hurt myself and I know I need to go to the hospital. So like I yell out to my voice assistant to call, you know, like you, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, Rob, you have to come help me. Uh, I've fallen in the apartment. I need to go to the, to the hospital. And you, like, walk in. You kick in the door. <laughs> you, Without my key, I in. First of all, storming I, uh, I jump three stories to get in <laughs> because uh, we can't get in from the street. Yeah. Um, you get in. You look around the living room. You don't find me. You go into my bedroom. You don't find me. You go into Roberto's room. You don't find me. And then you come back here, and you're just like, mm, guess he's fine. Guess he's all right. Guess he made it <laughs> to the hospital himself. And I'm in the bathroom. I'm like, help me. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, that's basically how it works. Yeah, <laughs> uh, except for it has to
0: in the apartment. I mean, can't find anywhere else. I mean, the bathroom is, as we know, not counted as part of the apartment. Uh, it's that would be fine, except that would have been
1: far more percentage of work than the police actually <laughs> did. It would have been as if I walked in the apartment, cranked up some um, or turned some metal music on the home as my entry music, kicked the door open with a playing, yeah. and I'm just like, huh don't see Corey here anywhere and left. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, if you had, I don't know, changed circumstances just a little bit and gone a little bit farther, you would have seen it. Um, and I just (laughs) chose not to. So yeah, the cops are lazy as shit. Uh, and, um, we don't need cops. There you go. So you say, I mean, would it be any different in
0: Baltimore right now without the police? Let me ask you this real quick. Yes. Uh, there seems to be some question as to whether or not Catherine B is <laughs> actually sick. Uh, I've been taking my lead off of, like, Politicians like, I don't know. Uh the Attorney General. Yes. <laughs> uh the, Oh she's she's sick, huh? Yeah. Sick. Yeah, sure she is. Um, yeah, I bet. Yeah. Like various members of the city council, yeah, yeah you know, like whatever she gets better, I guess. Uh, <laughs> We're we'll willing do, to talk
1: about this whenever we'll she's
0: feeling. Deal do you have any do you have any insight into this? It feels like it's an awful long either she's almost dead or she's like not getting better? Like, what is the so I, the longest the, pneumonia I've ever? I I did see a tweet from someone who apparently like went to visit uh, Pew
1: and uh, basically came out and spoke to the the gaggle that just basically is sitting there. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's no one you would ever hear of. It's the guy who's like working weekends and he's just like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be on that desk someday, someday mm-hmm. I'm going to get the story of a lifetime mm-hmm. and that's going to put me on the desk. But right now he's like, um, right now they mute his questions and only play his answers or the, yeah. the, uh, the host, the one at the desk, is like, Yeah, our Jim uh, Jim Tolly was there on the scene and Jim asked her, How are you feeling? And then it cuts to the answer and you don't even yeah, hear yeah. Jim ask the question. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. that's how low on the totem pulley is. <laughs> anyway, uh gaggle and person comes out and answers questions and says something to the uh to the effect of like, Oh, she's real sick. And like they're like, Yeah, so like she's very, very sick. Like, oh, very, very ill. Oh, well, she's gonna go to the hospital. Well, she doesn't want to go to the hospital. <laughs> she feels as though it'd be better to take care of it at home. And uh it's just like, wh- okay, wait, what logic does that make at all? So,
0: no, I don't think she's sick at I, all. I, I, <laughs> right I, now, I definitely don't think something, so. Something tells me, like, she just shows up to work, like, a, a normal Wednesday. <laughs> Catherine Pugh uh, today inspecting trash along the Jones Falls. It's just like, when did she, she, she get back? Is she back? <laughs> Just pretending like, nothing, yeah, like happened, nothing happened. Right back
1: to work. All right, so I need you guys to make me the busiest Tuesday <laughs> you've ever seen, and then we're just gonna slide and right into And then people it. just go,
0: like, Jack, Jack Young's in the mayor's office, and it's just like, "Madam Mayor, uh, welcome back. You're feeling better." It's just like, "Yeah, feeling better. I'm gonna take back over. Thank you so much for all your help, yeah, Jack." You know. Uh, oh, okay. Well, first, can we talk about the whole thing? This Jack. I got blah, a real blah, busy, blah, uh, blah, very busy, blah kind of a blah, busy day blah, today, blah blah. Got a real busy day <laughs>
1: no, I think more the better version is uh, Jack's sitting in the office doing some paperwork And uh, he's got WBAL on the TV And they're like, Mayor, out all around town This morning, and he's like, wait, where am I? Um, <laughs> and it just shows Pew like, Going to different places yeah. like, Oh, here is her canceling her contract With that company that uh, got a Contract with the city after doing shoddy work At her personal residence uh, And her finally paying her bills to people Who she owes <laughs> money to, and like all around town And Jack's just like, Here's her paying back on. taxes on all the clothing stores that she has yeah yeah uh paying back university of maryland for the
0: hundreds of thousands of dollars she stole from them um anyway you know you know uh the corruption has gotten particularly spicy when it makes it to last week tonight yes i feel like i feel like you should have just it, seen that and just been it. like you know what not coming back from this no, one probably probably can't so i guess i kicked my coverage on here what are you gonna do yeah
1: uh, anyway. but uh it will continue to be a shit show, I'm sure. And, yeah. and the question is, when we record again, which will now be 10 days from where we sit right now, mm. will she still have pneumonia? Because it's been seven and she already still has, so. <sighs> will she have it in 10 days? That will be a twenty 17-day
0: pneumonia. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I mean, I really feel like she's just trying to run out our like people just can't remember shit that long. So yeah. like wait
1: until they forget. And it's just, again, show up, show up to work one day. And Jock's the only one who's like, am I taking crazy pills here? Like she can't just show up again and take the job. It's like the, the uh,
0: uh whatever somebody tells you that something, it's just like, well, you know, the, the, uh, Red Sox beat the Dodgers in the world series six months ago today. That was six months ago. What? (laughs) Feels like it was a million years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's how life feels every single day. Anywho. uh, You want to know how life feels every single day? How is the, anthem.com? To the anthem.com? Corey, the anthem.com. The anthem on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the listener line, 443-219-7595. What's that
1: number again? Four
0: four three two one nine seven five nine five. 219 7595 You can find more of me at my website, Corey Uh Just went through and updated all my credits on the website and put little IMDB links and all that stuff's cool. So check it out and let me know what you think. Um, I will do a new video this coming week. I'm going to see some sort of movie. Yeah, we, I should just, I, we just haven't. We've been... Uh, faltering and not seeing anything good so let's go see some good oh you know what you need to do it. get Cinemia, get mm. cinema and let's go to the movies you know the other one i've been thinking about is that like one day in the next seven to ten years when alamo draft house finally opens up oh uh, yeah mm-hmm. uh i'm gonna get their plan so um a
1: guy i work with uh, or who's a client of my company um we saw him today he actually lives in the building across from the block and he said he got something dropped in his door about alamo and i was like Well, that's a good sign. Yeah. If they're doing hand billing, maybe they really are going to open summer 2019. So it's a June. So, oh, but it was encouraging people to join that program because I think that their first, their like soft open is going to be only um, that program people are able to come in. So, but I don't know what the deal is. Is it like cinemas? Like as many as you want to see per month? I think so, yeah. See, I wouldn't mind that either. Just and then you get fucking, the discount
0: on the food or something like yeah, yeah. that? Yeah, I, so I, like, would, I
1: would totally do that. It's downtown, too. Yeah. Closer than fucking
0: Regal. Yeah. And you would be able to book in advance and everything like yeah. that. And, maybe. Yeah, maybe.
1: But, uh, send to maybe. Anyway, uh, you can find more of me, um, at Robert and Cheek on all your social networks, but not at com because I still haven't fixed that, <laughs> um, which I think is just a 404, or four three one one 311 error. But, um book is out.
0: Oh, how does the color of your energy... That's not 311. That's the other one, isn't it? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Amber is the color
1: of your energy, by the way. If anybody wondered, I should have added on two shots. The look on your face while you were singing that was great, too. You were in it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, book's out. <laughs> <laughs> the book's out. Make sure you check out Amazon.com. Uh, uh, <laughs> probably I'll, spelled this time. Probably spelled it. it should be up there. You uh, make sure you look for the... What's the new Instagram account? The Movement Universe. Yeah. Go check out The Movement Universe on Instagram uh, and on Twitter. Uh, the Movement uh, T M Insurrection, also on Facebook. Um, just, yeah, new books on Amazon. So go check it out. Yeah. Well, I think we've done good here today. We've done something. I don't know if it's good. Yeah, it's just nothing like stumbling, stumbling <laughs> into the finish line. So uh, it's, yeah, we've done 22, 26 miles, shit our <laughs> pants, <and> just <laughs> walked the last point too. All right. Ah, uh, We've done something. I don't know if it's good. As always, you're listening to the OD Anthem podcast, part of the OD Anthem Digital Network. For Corey, this is Rob. Have a great week, everybody.
0: Well, now that the show's over, I can finally enjoy myself and smile. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>